to Momentum, encouraging women who follow Jesus because your leadership and influence matter. This is Lauren Carreras podcasting from Ventura, California, where I'm enjoying a sunny beginning of fall with my one-year-old daughter, my husband, and where I get to work on staff at a five-year-old church. And I'm here talking with my mom, Denise Harlow, a mom of 29 years, a wife of 32 years, and a church leader of 32 years, who's now working alongside her husband, my dad, at their church in Chicago, Illinois, really where everyone is in Chicago right now. I uh-huh, with the gray skies. Red, no, it's today and the leaves are gorgeous our burning bushes are so red so don't you miss that a little yeah she tries to get me back to chicago all the time the the one draw right now is the chicago cubbies Woo, go cubs all right we're gonna be excited about that for the next hundred years (laughs) um today we are talking to denise about don't let christmas suck the life out of you. Yes. <laughs> so um, this is pretty pertinent to women, uh, especially women in ministry whose lives ramp up a little bit around Christmas. But everyone, women, working women at home, how the heck do you prioritize what to do? What do you ask yourself? How do you get through Christmas time? You know, do you ever time? notice there's two types of people? There's people who love Christmas and people, or people who hate Christmas. And maybe there's a horrible memory, you know, with the people who hate Christmas. But sometimes it's because of the workload that they feel like is added to their sh- shoulders. And they just can't enjoy it because they are so stinking busy. And it just really takes the joy out of it for them. I'm sure we have listeners out there like that. What, how do you feel about Christmas as you're approaching it yeah absolutely and i mean it's kind of interesting because everyone getting together means someone's got to do some extra cooking and some extra cleaning and if you are the one in your house who manages the house then uh, it just gets a little crazy yeah and usually those of us in ministry out there you do not live in the same you know town most likely as your parents or wherever you're going for Christmas. So it usually means overnights, um, which people in your church don't realize or think about that you are getting together with your family for the most part for three days at least. And that includes nights, breakfast, lunch, all that stuff, which is a blast, but it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. So well, we're going to give you some tips that other people have shared with me. Not one of these ideas is original, so just going to say that right now, and if one of these ideas were yours, thank you. You know, they're not original, but they're practiced ideas. They are things that you have figured out and you've done for a long time now. So tell us, what what do you ask yourself when it comes to Christmas? Well, first, I want to remind our listeners that I was the worship director at a very large church, especially in the last years. And Christmas Eve in our community is huge. So that meant my job was way ramped up. Okay, it's not like we only had Christmas Eve services. We had every December weekend services, and then we had Christmas Mm -hmm. Eve services. And by the time I uh, resigned, we were doing 11. Now, granted, they weren't all on Christmas Eve, but we did like four days out. And yes, people came. It really helped them um, 
juggle things. But I had... And this isn't your, like, run-of-the-mill no. Christmas Eve service. These services are yes. incredible. But lucky for you, your husband could be home the whole time to take care of your children. <laughs> Not. <laughs> Not. I'm yeah. I'm just being sarcastic because, yeah. of course, so while my mom was doing all that, then um, my dad was teaching at every Christmas Eve service. So... What do you even do with That's your kids? That's a great question. But thankfully, as when the church was really big, my kids were older anyway. So they were pretty much in high school by that time. And the services were a lot simpler and not as many when they were younger, which was a blessing. But I ran my department in a way that we did a run through several days before the service where we practiced everything because... I hate technical mistakes. They distract from the message. And so I have our tech people, worship people, everything run through the service, everything except the sermon. So that night I could easily be there and Tim not be there. So then I would get to the first service and make sure it ran very smoothly. And then I didn't go to the other services. I really trusted my staff. Now, most of you couldn't do that if you were in my position at a large church, but that was how I managed it. And hopefully you could maybe even hire somebody to be part-time assistant producer for a season. I don't know, but that is how we did it. But we got really creative. So that is one of the things we have to do if we're going to be working at churches is be creative. And I've actually used this this analogy at other churches in just general things for family and home and work in solving problems. And it's using the initial CFO. Now, that's corny. I know it's corny, but it's a memory crutch. So when you're just thinking, oh, I'm so frustrated with this, what can I do? I mean, first, how can you be creative with this situation? Next, okay, I got to be flexible. Maybe I can't do it at the traditional time. I really want to do it. Maybe it can't happen on Christmas Eve or whatever, but I need to be flexible maybe. Maybe we can't have dinner at 6 o'clock like I really want to, but maybe we'll do 4 o'clock and, and have a super light lunch. I don't know, but be flexible. And then the last one, which is probably the most important, is organized. <laughs> I really about... This time of year, which is early November, I would get my calendars out and think, okay, what's important to me? Oh, my kids really love strawberry slush punch on Christmas Eve. It's one of our traditions. Yeah, really good stuff. <laughs> yes, but I do. I'd highly recommend it. Is it is <laughs> something you make ahead of time and freeze, mm -hmm. and then you let it thaw so it becomes slushy. So there is a date on my calendar that said... Like maybe it was late November. Make strawberry slush punch for Christmas Eve. And I, I assigned myself the day I was going to make that because you okay, don't just smart. all of a sudden have the ingredients at your house in true. the time. Very true. So that was something that you figured out was yep. important to you. Yeah. And, and having okay. uh, somewhere to eat, something to eat at Christmas Eve dinner. I mentioned that in other podcasts, the stuffed shelves. So I had a date on my calendar that I wrote, make stuffed shells. And had to make sure I had the ingredients, whatever. Maybe it's uh, a day off. You know, you're going to run errands in the morning. Well, maybe that evening you plan to wrap presents. Depends on how old your kids are, what you can wrap around them. I don't know. But you can watch a movie and 
wrap presents that night. So with my achiever personality, what I could have a tendency to hear right now is get yourself organized and you could do it all. No. Yeah, it does sound like that. But you have to pick and choose. That is so important, don't you think? Just what's really yes. important to you. And to me, what's important is staying calm. Because I've had years, I was not calm. I'll just be tell you right now. And it wasn't enjoyable. So me staying calm, enjoying moments, and really uh, having time and moments with my family, uh, whether it's playing games, watching a movie together, maybe it's having that space to sit down and make those meaningful times and not just rushed. Yeah. And it's not going to happen probably 10 times in all of December, if we're honest. But we can make sure it happens a few times, right? Yeah. Well, and and let's talk about sometimes some of the silly things around Christmas are important to you. And some of those things around Christmas are not important to you. So (laughs) some people, it might be really special for their kid, for them, for their kids to unwrap beautiful presents. And some people could care less. So don't put that expectation on yourself is what I'm hearing you say. What's important to you? Are you going to spend that extra time wrapping presents? That's great. If that's important to you, if it's not, then get some gift bags and call it done. Yeah. I mean, that is exactly right. Um, Because creative people, which you and I both are, we love, we love being creative with certain things and, but we can't do it all. And I, honestly could be one of those that could wrap presents and make them so gorgeous, blah, blah, blah. But it's not While that. While watching Hallmark Christmas yeah, movies. I, I, which I do wrap <laughs> presents then, but I, I don't stamp my wrapping paper. I don't make yes. adorable bows, adorable stuff like bows. that. But that's because it's not. You draw a line yeah, for yourself. Because that's, that's not where I want my best time to be put. So you just have to pick what is really important to you, important to your family. Be realistic. Um, Part of that is probably what can only you do. Well, that's true. So what's what's important to you and, and what is something that only you can do for your family or only you can do for your friends? That's true. You also have to keep those, okay, realistically to right size, what are my expectations. expectations for me to do for my kids that kind of leads into I had a I have a friend who's always done this I have not done it personally but it's where they they buy only three gifts for their kids hmm. um, you guys out there maybe some of these people and they just said we get three gifts because Jesus got three presents you know from gold frankincense summer and they use that as a teaching tool for their kids which is great um and they get them something they want something they need and one lady put and something that would surprise the heck out of them um so i thought that was kind of fun so that's what they do so maybe you feel like that's gotten out of hand how many presents Mm -hmm. so might try that this year yeah yeah. We're big believers in a budget. So the number of presents wasn't as big a deal to me as spending the same amount of money per kid. 
Um, and I kind of kept tabs on that. I don't know if my husband would agree, but I, yeah, it's hard to do that. Yeah. Your daughters might have kept tabs on that as well. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So going back to that, this creative, what are ways we could be creative with things that are making us crazy? Uh, family dinner. What could we do to be creative? Well, definitely make use of your crock pot. Yeah. Definitely um, uh, not be, you know, allow a night of Wendy's drive through or whatever for that. When <laughs> there was a season where okay. we had two other gals who were a little older, not older, but not in high school. They were college age, I guess, or after living with us. And then I think Becca was in Mm -hmm. high school, and I can't remember. Were you home then? But I had, I started assigning, it was actually a different season, but it was a busy season, and I said, okay, you're cooking Tuesday night. I'll buy the groceries. You tell me, you know, what to make. And the next girl was cooking, (laughs) and they actually kind of got into it. And some of them had never cooked before, so it was a good experience for them. So it was hilarious. Um, maybe it's utilizing that. I don't know. So I, it just occurred to me as well, um, as you were talking, like what's important to us, something that we can get stressed about and not pay attention to is how much we're spending on food and, you know, special drinks or whatever that we're bringing to parties. That's important to us. But then all of a sudden the budget gets tight. We've budgeted well for gifts, but are we paying attention to how much we budgeted for spending that fun time with friends? It's so important to us or budgeting for being hospitable. So um, that even just occurred to me. That's super helpful. So it doesn't get financially stressful because this is the season of financial yep, need. It definitely <laughs> has is. been my first first Christmas. Where Another we're way we got time. I think it was one of your first Christmases to be I think it was one of your first Christmases to be <laughs> with Tommy's family, your husband's family. Yeah, and I think, I don't even know if you were married yet, but Rachel was in England. I just know you weren't around. And it was just Tim and Becca and I, and it was Christmas Day. And we ended up thinking, okay, what can we do to make Aww, this day not a bummer cool. and just sit around? You know, we I think we played some games, but we actually went to a movie and we saw um, the Jesus Christmas movie I don't, a few years ago. It was awesome for Christmas Day. So you have to get creative. And and you like normal movies too. You don't yeah, have to go see a Jesus Christmas movie. <laughs> Absolutely. I, it just happened it just that it happened was on. That, that was what was released. That yes. Thank you. So no guilt yeah, out there for, for seeing normal out. Christmas movies. We do not. I know, and we don't only listen to spiritual Christmas music. No, in fact, you all, Pentatonics is coming out with a Christmas album. Woo! We're excited about that. That'll make your. I think Straight No Chaser has a new oh. one this year too. See, we will help there's you guys get into stuff the out season. There. We will. Yeah, there's some fun stuff out there. So anyway, so. Be your own CFO. We love Christmas. Any other fun creative ideas or things that you found were super helpful? Well, I I think you can, I think it depends on the situation. Yes. I think I've mentioned this before, but because I didn't have time to cook Christmas Eve dinner, did it way in advance. Some people do Chinese food. 
make sure if you're going to order out, make sure the restaurants are open. One year, <laughs> I decided to do that, and there was nowhere open, and we were scrambling to make something. It, it really popped my bubble that year. So that, anyway. That would be a little stressful. Just, a little stressful. Yeah. So be sure to check that out. Um, so uh, the flexibility yeah. thing, I think we talked about that. Not being too set on a particular time mm. or way something has to happen. Uh, Which is something that our family has really learned in the past few years because of sharing time with in-laws now that, well, now yeah. that all three of us are married, um, and babies. Babies really teach you a lot about flexibility, but we're trying oh to figure goodness. out how to make that creative, be creative with that special time together, and so... Even last year, we did Thanksgiving at a time based on when the boys were all going to be napping. We decided that would be the most fun, so let's do that. Let's yeah. throw our time out the window and just make it work. Yeah, which is better, having a cranky, crabby baby at the meal, you know, or, you know, what what works to just make the family click and have a moment. Mm-hmm. It's, Absolutely. Got to think those things through. Be flexible, gals. Be flexible. So... All this practical stuff is great. Help us be practical about keeping our center on God during this craziness. It's hard for me. It's hard for me to sit down and spend time with him um, when there's a million things to do. Um, And then I, I hate to miss Christmas. I hate to miss spending this season that's supposed to be totally about God and what he's done for us. And miss spending time with him or connecting with him, and I and then, you know, quickly become selfish and quickly become stressed without that time. So, um, give us some more practical advice on that. Well, first, let's remember what were the two greatest commandments. Oh, love a quiz. God. Love God. Love others. <laughs> Good. Good. I thought Good you were going to answer your own question, but oh, uh, yeah, just making love sure. God. Love others. So, don't you think? If we just focused on loving others, we would be living in the spirit throughout Christmas. I mean, that could be such a meaningful way to show Jesus we loved him. Mm. Stopping, letting somebody else ahead of us, going through a drive-through, picking up extra food for our neighbor, Mm. doing things that really show love to other people. I think if we... Don't get wrapped up in the legalism of sitting down, having a quiet time. I definitely want you to do that. We have some book suggestions that we're going to give you that really make Christmas so meaningful. But sometimes it's hard to find time. So set a goal and say, I'm going to do it when I eat lunch or I'm going to try at least for three mornings a week to do this. And uh, you'll set your heart on the right path for just being connected to Jesus. It is his birthday party, by the way. We've kind of scooted him out, haven't we? Yes. Out of all our Christmases. Yes, we have. I like, I like that. Tell us, tell us about these books because, uh, one of them has really helped me center in on Jesus every, well, for the last three Christmases in a row. And I don't even want to get away from reading it again. Um, but when you, it's just it helps you know to not just read the Christmas story in the Bible, but to um, have all these other people who have been so thoughtful about what Jesus did at Christmas. So, what are your books recommendations? Well, and you and also they had the time to research 
the culture. They had to re- time to research, you know, how the just the towns and the communities worked and all that stuff. So anyway, one of them was Ann Voskamp's The Greatest Gift that, that came out a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. That was a great one. Um, and may I suggest start reading them in November? Because you probably have a little more time in November, and if you get into it and what it does for your heart in preparation, be wonderful. Um, the second book, Liz Curtis Higgs, The Women of Christmas. Hmm. Fantastic book. Love it. Love me some love Liz. It, love it. Mm-hmm. Love that lady. And the last one is um, actually Max Lucado has lots of Christmas books. Children and adults. We so were just trying those. to find the one that mom puts on her coffee table every year that I always pick up when I'm at their house. And we couldn't figure out which Max Lucado book it was because he has so many Christmas books. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I want to order all yeah. of these. These look amazing. It has such a gift for writing. Mm-hmm. But one that is really super unusual, but so heart-wrenching uh, and really just involved my thoughts and what went on at Christmas was called Cosmic Christmas. And it is from the viewpoint of the angels awesome. that whole time when God sent his seed down to Mary. It's so incredible. It's like exciting. It's like a warrior story and an emotional story. It's so good. Oh. So, in fact, Lauren, for people who listen to this podcast, by let's say the last day of November. Okay. And they comment at the bottom. All right. We will pick three people to win Cosmic Christmas and we'll send it to them. Can I be in the drawing? (laughs) No, you can't. Awesome. But we will, we'll pick three. That's so that's, let's do it. That's such a great, great book. So get your hearts ready. Get ahead. Now, I want to share a couple other suggestions that I've done or other people have done. One suggestion was not from me. It was from another uh, another lady who said she scheduled a date between her and her spouse to stay uh, connected through. They knew their calendar would get crazy and they'd be going to parties and stuff. So they scheduled one or two dates through December to make sure they stay connected. And I thought that was really good. Smart. Um, Another one is take a sabbatical from social media from Thanksgiving till New Year's. Oh, my goodness. That would be so hard. That How would you keep up with people? How would you know? You know what? Think of the time, the time you would get back. Very true. You could have that for quiet time and all the other stuff. And... You know, there's that does a lot for you in your time, but it also helps you not do a comparison game. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, like things you wouldn't have thought of doing. Oh, they're doing that. We need to do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got to get that. We got to do that. And and then they're trying to cram more into your mm-hmm, calendar. So true. Even though this is a social media kind of thing, podcast, it, it would be a good thing to take a break yeah it's a time sucker mm-hmm. yeah I thought that was a brilliant idea so that's a good challenge to think about so um a few things yeah anyway. those those last minute 
just put them in your head, schedule some dates. I mean, this is this is helpful. Christmas can suck the life out of you. Um, so mm-hmm. keep thinking that way. Let's keep thinking. How do you prioritize? Are you asking yourself what's important to you? What's important to your family? What can only you do? Be your own CFO. Create a flexible organize. And in the midst of all this. Ladies, can we just encourage each other to remember to connect with our God who loves us so much that he made Christmas happen? That would be awesome. Yep, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for tuning into Momentum. For more information and encouragement, check out deniseharlow.com or follow Denise Harlow on Instagram or Facebook. And you all have a happy Merry Christmas.